Got All another right. joke? I have, yeah, okay. All right, let's have it. Not, not. Who's there? I did app. <laughs> I didn't Come even on. need to. Okay, all right, fine. Play along. I did app poo. Got him, yes! <laughs> Red, got him, yes! Stick that up your ass! <laughs> well, I've got one for you. Okay. We're doing knock knocks. Yeah. Knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting Moo! Cow. <laughs> got him, yes! Got him, yes! yes! Game on, yes! Game on. Yes! No, that's the wrong that's one. That's the wrong one, dude. Oh, that's rather right. Um, hit, hit me, babe. Come on. Uh, hang on a second. Come on, baby. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. Attack commences in 60 seconds. Welcome to the Game On AUS podcast. This is episode 56. Big fat dick. Oh, I knew it was coming. Yes. Ah. All over your face. Ah, I got you. Ah. Pete here and Dan here as well. Uh, on Thursday, the 9th of November, in beautiful and a little bit hot, if I must say, sunny yeah. Perth. Top three things on the way. NBN, Telstra and Optus. Naughty, naughty. Naughty, naughty. But uh, they're finally being picked up for it. Loot crates. We've got the costs for EA's brand new Star Wars Battlefront 2 game. Plus, Jeff Kaplan has come out and said, hey, you shouldn't be involving us in the conversation. Uh, Xbox One X has been released. Frank Macri, who is from EB Games uh, and also Respawn here in Perth, is going to join us to tell us about the release and also to talk about the saturation in consoles these days. doesn't feel like there's that atmosphere around it. You know what I'm talking about, Dan? Yeah, I do. I know exactly what you're talking about. Let's expand soon. Let's get stuck in. It's time now for Game On AUS. Game On! Game On! It's game time! Excellent! Game On! Game On! It's game time! Excellent! Game on. Game on. Game on. Boom. Boom. Hello, Dan. Hello, Pete. How are you? Very well. How are you? Awesome, man. Welcome to another episode of this podcast where we just bang on about games for an hour. Because why, Dan? Because we bloody love gaming, Pete. That's you know what why. else we bloody love gaming? Bloody gaming. Bloody gaming, Dan. <laughs> Got that wrong, sorry. It never gets old, man. Uh, never gets old. It's amazing. Hey, uh, big shout outs first. Peely Computers. And the glorious Game On uh, community. You guys are magnificent. Out there on Facebook. Yes, you're just, just doing a bang-up job. Across the closed groups as well. Uh, Game On AUS God Mode. And also Game On AUS Destiny 2 Clan. A lot of things going on there. And also uh, the Bungie Destiny 2 Clan is going nuts as well. I think we're up past 20 members now. Ooh. And we've also just uh, struck level 3 as part of the clan. So... For each level you go up in Destiny 2 with your clan, you get better rewards and such. We're up to level 3 now, thanks to the clan's hard work. And so if you're thinking to yourself, man, I need to join a clan, your XP comes to us as well, but you get to share in the rewards that we've already worked hard for. So get along to it. Get stuck in. Uh, Some of the other things, gameonaus.com, couple of absolute bangers of some stories there at the moment. Well, the beauty of it is, you know, we are afforded the opportunity, Pete, through this podcast and through our jobs to actually talk crap about gaming which we love but also the website allows us that as well to talk crap online about yep. gaming and uh you and i get our little bouts of inspiration every week and let fly couldn't agree more <laughs> um let's say hello to andrewhogue.com yes. as well uh these uh this is australia's 
premier metal online radio station. Um, you're either listening to us on andrewhogue.com right now with the live show, uh, or you are uh, listening to us, obviously, through the podcast, iTunes, Android, and Podcast One as mm. well. But uh, a big shout out and hello and welcome to the Andrew Hogue community. And thanks to Andrew Hogue for having us on board as well. Um, yep. If you're about to jump on a flight, Qantas International and Domestic and Jetstar Domestic as well. And a big shout out. Um, we love this. And this has happened quite a lot lately where people have got on the plane and tagged us in a photo. Yeah, it's great. Of, it's of the game great. on Australia. Um, little, you know, screen on the uh, in-flight entertainment. So yep. we love that. Thank you to a few of those people that have done that. Hey, uh, before we get stuck in, Dan, we have a mailbag. Yes. We got a mailbag. Hey. Mailman's hey. come. Guess who's from? Uh, no idea. Kai Sherpel. Oh, the, the, the big Kaiser. Oh, you know what? The big Kaiser. It's fine. Bloody love it, mate. Thank you very much. Thanks Go for being a part. You can send us your bits and pieces uh, for the mailbag, which we want to read out one for every week. That's yep. how we'll kick the podcast off um, through the Game in Australia Facebook page. So uh, get them to us. But Dan, this is a, a nice, neat little video of a bloke. He's in a um, an underground tunnel. Uh, he's a he's a fun looking guy, yep. not really. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, he looks like he's standing in a big pool of water. Tunnel's pretty dark, salt all around him. And basically, this is the video that that pretty much says, you know what? When it comes to having a string of games where you've just lost one after the other, yeah. this is this is all the feels. Obviously, the environment down here is all salt. The the ceiling's salt, the floor's salt, the walls are salt, and to an extent, the air is salt. And you breathe that in, and you can constantly taste the salt. Well done. Well done, Kai. Thank you very much. So much salt. So much salt when you lose those games, especially when somebody else isn't doing the right thing by your fucking team. I thought it was going to be the video of the real-life Microsoft Goat Simulator. Oh, that yeah. is hilarious. But that, all you're going to hear from that is this. If anyone hasn't seen it yet, go to our Facebook page and see it. It's you hilarious. Put it up, it? Yeah, oh, did, my yeah. God. It's so hilarious. You know what I saw? I was in JB Hi-Fi yesterday. Yeah. And um, I'm talking to to Todd Delaghi. He's the manager out there at JB Hi-Fi and Myra. He's a ripper bloke. Yeah. And um, he goes, you seen what's out on Nintendo Switch? And I was like, what? And he goes, Farm Simulator. Oh, God. What do you mean, Farm Simulator? He goes, really? Yeah. Like, Farm yeah. Simulator. And, like, you jump in a tractor, you drive the tractor around. <laughs> like, you, you get out, you pick up some wheat. Like, <laughs> I can't, no. You know, shit. It reminds me, um, uh, uh, the great Ronald P. Corbett. Um, oh, oh, hang on. Yep. he once told me about this game. I think it's called Farmville on the on the app. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And I, I was like, oh, something like that. Anyway, the ones you get invites my, for all the time. It wasn't Farmville. Something else. Anyway, I try to play it. And it's exactly that. You got to you know plant seeds and sow the seeds and and then reap the wheat and mm. bloody you know like reap too, it. Too much bloody work, mate. Yeah, it's <laughs> so just, much bloody work. You know, I can't be fucked. Fuck off. <laughs> you know, you like games like Final Fantasy fifteen, where you know you you're cooking different meals and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, I fucking love that game, yeah. but I cannot be fucked cooking <laughs> Goron spice fish. Like I don't, I don't care. <laughs> you know, you need to go. You need to go. You need to go to bloody uh, Goron Village to there. Then you need to go to Lake Hylia to get the fucking carp. And then you got to go and get wheat from some other place and some goat's butter. I don't give a shit, you know. What, what, like what Jesus, that, what that game needs is a you know a Gordon Ramsay character coming. Really? We call that fucking spice. <laughs> so good. At I want to see that's my dog. <laughs> he popped up in Legends <laughs> out of Breath of the Wild. That would be amazing. Oh wow, uh, you fucking right, mate. Yeah, um, right. hey, uh, all right, let's get into the top three bits of news. Well, um, we did. 
I wrote an article on the uh, NBN refunds and just the whole tragedy of the NBN. I think this is actually confirmation of something we've been talking about for a long time, obviously, how crap the NBN is. But the actual – and tragedy is a deep, dark word, and it's not probably not appropriate for this. But it, it's, a, it's a sad state of affairs when, um, in, in my case, two years into having an NBN connection after waiting probably four or five years to finally get it. Mm. We are now having the major players offering refunds for not being able to promise speeds that they well, thought they could deliver. The ACCC has been investigating this for quite some time, right? And I think it's now started with Telstra. Mm. And I think from the conversations that I've heard um, between the ACCC and, and various media pundits is that Telstra have basically come out and put their hand up first and gone you know what, we, we fucked up, guys, and we're going to sort it out. Yep. Rather than wait for the ACCC to take them to court. Yep. Okay, Because I know that the court and the ACCC will take into account and have actually actively said, we will take into account the fact that you have come forward and said we fucked up yep. in terms of how harshly we are going to deal yes. with you. You know, and I, I know with Telstra in particular, they're going through, it's 42,000 customers, isn't it? Yep. Across yeah, it Australia. Is. Yes. Right. And their Telstra have said, you know, we know we fucked up. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to actively um, offer refunds to all of our customers that have been affected. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the way that it's going to happen is if you paid for a 100 megabit download per second um, plan yep. and you are only getting like a maximum of say 17 or 18, they will look at your account and go, they paid, like for 12 months, they've been paying for a 100 megabit. They've only been able to get to the 25 megabit. So we're going to refund them the difference. I don't think you're going to get a full refund, but I think you you get a refund of the difference. However, I think that also does grant you the opportunity to say to them, I want to opt out of the contract. Yes, that's the other key issue, which is something uh, I believe today that... um, News news reports are suggesting that Optus have followed suit today. They have, um, yes. I would like to think that's got something to do with my um, impassioned spray from last week. In, <laughs> last week was an absolute in the, uh, I've got you in my site segment. I absolutely let fly at Optus because that's who I'm with. Um, I'm very curious. And actually, uh, our mate Chris Inglis um, mentioned me on Facebook today asking, can't wait to hear what you're going to say about the uh, whole Optus refund thing. I dearly hope they contact me, but if they don't, I've got a Twitter feed full of proof of shit speed. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. And I have, you know, I've also been quick to thank them when they've helped me out because their service has been actually pretty good, yeah. right? For a big telco player, I've always found the service to be quite good. But so on on that, right, because yeah. um, I would I would assume that... Because you, you won't get it, will you? I mean, you're with Aussie Broadband and you've had... They're fine. You've been, I did a speed test last night and I'm on a 50 down, 25 up. Yeah. And I'm, I'm cleaning up. Um, I've got a six ping... Yeah, and I'm I'm clean regularly, consistently at peak times, getting forty seven, forty eights, and um, and uploads are hitting eighteen, nineteen. I'm happy with that. And the the key words there that you just mentioned at peak times, because that's where I've got my claim and case. Yeah, because every time I've tweeted, particularly, and anyone that's followed me on Twitter at damn the internet. Uh, any time I've tweeted about speed, generally has been around peak time. And that was, I had an issue in April or May this year where Optus actually rung me in the end. And the guy actually said, and I think I'll put this up on um, gameonoz.com. Mm. Uh, um, I put up this story because they've essentially um, admitted that they couldn't um, fulfill speeds at peak time because yeah. they haven't got enough bandwidth at they the node. They haven't purchased enough. Correct. 
and they said, we'll keep you, keep you posted. This was six months ago. Mm. We'll keep you um, informed as to when we get more bandwidth. Nothing's happened. See, the selling point for me with Aussie Broadband was that when I was on the phone to them, they say, they said, we actively purchase extra bandwidth as the community on that, on that section grows, yep. right? And we do it before we hit our, our, our peak. You know what I mean? So that, for me, (coughs) is what drew me to them because I knew that no matter how big the community gets, they're always buying enough bandwidth to do so. Whereas the big telcos have gone, we're going to buy X amount of bandwidth Mm. and then, well, tough luck, Yeah, you know, basically. Um, To quote the words in uh, in the story today, um, so you can imagine that this is Telstra as well, but in the case of Optus, the telecommunications giant admitted today some of its customers may have been overcharged because they were not delivered the national broadband speeds they were promised. Well, do you? The development comes a day after Telstra said it would refund, da-da-da-da-da. An Optus spokeswoman confirmed to the ABC that the company is working with the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission, that's the ACCC, and has provided the consumer watchdog with detailed information and data it requested. We are examining the detail of the announcements by the ACCC, but can confirm that Optus is taking action to provide appropriate remedies to those customers where it has been confirmed that the underlying NBN service cannot deliver the speed they signed up for. And you know what? That's all well and good, right, Pete? And I hear that, and I'm immediately the bullshit meter in my brain's going off because you're thinking, okay, this is a marketing team writing an appropriate and a, and a PR um uh, mitigation, you know, uh, um, incident mitigation type mm. team, um, getting together and going, well, how are we going to deal with this? You know, and that and that's great. You want to hear that as a customer, but it still saddens me that it's come to this. Yeah, and that's know. the whole point of my story yesterday. You know, um, gaming f- for gamers, internet's everything. And it's you know, you think about I made this well, especially now because every I game is this, being tailored yeah, to online. Play. I thought about this yesterday when I was writing that article. You know. Um, so in 2007, when the NBN was announced, the iPhone had just been announced, mm. right? Facebook wasn't even in our consciousness. It, it came around in 2008. So we're talking things evolve pretty quickly in te- technology things. But you think about gaming even 10 years ago, it wasn't, I mean, it was online, but it wasn't really. I mean, games were more, you know, single player against the com type yeah. stuff. But in the last 10 well, years, 10 years ago, well, where, where were we sitting? We were, it was 2007. So, so we're almost on the cusp of um, Modern Warfare 2, which was probably one of the first major online games in console terms. Yeah, because 08, 09, I, I remember is when I, when I started hammering. 09 was when I started hammering COD multiplayer online. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was playing um, Ghost Recon, uh, uh, Ghost Recon Advanced Warfare, mm-hmm. the, the original one on Xbox 360 about 10 years ago. But yep. that, again, was a pretty poor online experience. But it had a great uh, single-player campaign game yeah. that you was, didn't need online. But now any game, like as we just you just mentioned, you need a decent online connection. And the sad thing for gamers in Australia is that and this is what really shaped me too about writing this article yesterday is that, you know, in, it, according to Wikipedia, in 2012, the NBN came out and said, we don't foresee anyone needing more than 25 megabits per second oh, Jesus. In, in, a, in, a, in Australia. Yeah, but you know what? That doesn't surprise me when you look at the way that they build roads, for example, oh, right? They, they go, we're going we're gonna to make this a two-lane because we don't foresee having to, all of a sudden, you know, you've got traffic deadlocked for yep. hours on end. Yep. Yeah, and this is happening in every capital city in the country. Well, that's right. So um, it really saddens me to think that we've had to go down this path of, you know, um, getting an apology, a public apology and refunds on your money. Now, I'd be really interested to see 
again with the whole bullshit media thing, you know, how much of this people are going to buy. Well, the thing is, it's always a pain in the ass to go to another provider, right? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Well, but, it's not, I, you know what? I think it's a lot easier these days. Once upon a time, might have been a huge pain in the ass, but. Not easy for us, but not so much for, um, you know, like my parents, for example, who aren't even on there. Yeah. Media. Well, see, this is the bit, this, this is the thing that, that you touch on something interesting there. The biggest um, issue that I have is, you know, for people like you and me who are relatively savvy with this sort of stuff. Mm have done our homework, have grown up in the industry, we get it and we know how to go about trying to fix it. Yeah. But there is there is a lot of people out there who have been sold these speeds wanting really basic services like the elderly, yeah. right? And they're paying so much money for it, thinking to themselves when they can't get on and when their Netflix is buffering, just thinking to themselves, oh, it's just... It's, it's, it's just the just, internet. It's the internet. It shouldn't today. be happening, should it? It shouldn't be happening at all. It's, it's, yeah, it is. And this is the point, right? Um, you know, I know, uh, we all grew up, probably most people listening grew up watching TV, but TV is becoming slowly redundant in terms of, unless you've got the right show, but most shows are shit. Slowly redundant. I think TV's gone. Yeah. TV's you watch, done. You generally watch, um, Netflix. Mm-hmm. So the, this is where the NBN becomes very important as an infrastructure. And I guarantee you that 10 years ago, when they decided the NBN was going to be a thing, even five years ago when they made that claim about the 25 megabits per second, they probably didn't see streaming on the, on the immediate horizon of, mm. of entertainment consumption. But it is. And it's, it's come very quickly to the forefront of what we do. You yeah. know, like, yeah. um, it, you know, I guarantee in a year's time, the people's probably immediate thought when they get on, you know, the kids are asleep or they get home from work and they have dinner. They're not going to chuck on a TV to go to free to air. They're going to go straight to Netflix. Yeah, absolutely. Well, free- I do now. Yeah. Well, that's, I do, oh, yeah, mate, but mate, you're, I, you and I are ahead of the curve, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, but the, the rest, yeah, you're right. The rest will catch up inside the next sort of, sort of, I reckon inside the next five years. Yes. You know, we'll be lucky to see that sort of Correct. stuff. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, we know, um, you know, we've had a few pres- presentations here at our radio station day jobs where they reckon Google Home's going to take over the, you know, the, it's going to be the entertainment hub of your home. So you're going to get home. You're not going to sit there and go, oh, it's 5.55. I'm going to wait till the news at 6 o'clock. You're going to go, no, play me the news from 4.30. Well, I can tell you now having Google Home, you have the whatever. first thing I do when I wake up in the morning yeah. is I say, okay, Google, good morning. And Google straight up says, good morning, Pete. The time is blah. It is currently um, uh, this weather condition in blah. It will take you this long to get to work. Mm via this route with yeah. light traffic, medium traffic, heavy traffic. Um, have a good day. Here's the latest news. And then it goes straight to ABC News yeah. and gives me the, the latest headlines. Yeah. And then once I've heard those headlines, I go, okay, Google, play me um, you know, my 80s playlist on Spotify or play yeah. me blah, blah, blah. Or, hey, Google, can you bring up, um, because I've also got, um, as well as the, the Google uh, bloody um, assistant, I've also got, is it Chrome? Google Chrome? Yeah, plug Chromecast. into the telly? Chromecast. Yeah, I've yeah. also got the cast device that plug into the telly. So they're talking to each other now too. So with Mila, my daughter, yeah. I say, once I'm done with the radio and I need to go and get ready, I say, okay, Google, can you play The Wiggles on, uh, on uh, Netflix in the living room? And it goes, here's The Wiggles, Netflix in the living room. The TV isn't even on. TV turns itself on. Yeah go straight to the wiggles on Netflix. Yeah. Like, you know, that's that is that is the current well, we don't touch free to air TV no, anymore. No, and that's all um created and made possible by an internet connection, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's a, a a big failing on the on I think on I mean I think oh if you, I'm, I'm I'm not trying to get political here but old K-Rudd's original NBN plan 
I mean, that's the thing I made this story yesterday too. Australia is a pretty unique place. It's not like Europe where you just, there's millions of cities all connected within each other, you know, millions, you know what I mean? But, the, you know, we are separated by big, wide, brown, brown expanses of land. So mm. it's going to be, a, I mean, I, I don't profess to be the one to know the answer to that. It's going to be a challenge though. You're of right. Of course. Yeah. But, um, you know, the amount of, amount of money, you know, I go past uh, my node every day that, or the, where the um, copper wire is, is aggregated in, in my area. Yeah. And I guarantee you, twice, three times a week, I see the NBN guy there fixing stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like, fuck me. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be like that for quite some time, you know? So I'll be really interested to see what happens out of this um, refund stuff. I will keep uh, everyone, everyone's ridden this wave of um, Optus shit with me the whole journey. So I'll keep everyone updated as to whether we're here for you, Dan. Yeah, I'm, and I'm switching too. We're in the Fuck boat because we're here for you, mate. Aussie ball band. Um, all right, second bit of news. Yep. Uh, loot crates and how much they're going to cost. Uh, story popped out on Gamespot.com. Yep. Um, oh, what? Hang. On. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, I know about gaming. A story about gaming. On a GameSpot? story about gaming on Gamespot. Do you know their meta tag on their website goes Gamespot video game reviews and and something else, nothing to do about movies. And then I went there to look at something yesterday, and it was a yeah. fucking story about Ben Affleck. Will, will he continue to be Batman? Like, I don't give a fucking shit, man. Yeah. I'm not here to look about movies. So I fuck will, off. I got a movie pilot for that shit, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So here's how much Star Wars Battlefront 2's loot crates cost. Yeah. Okay. Now we've talked about the controversy around this Star Wars Battlefront 2 is set to launch in a little over a week, and while the game will give away new characters and maps as free DLC. So, once upon a time, mm. and this sort of changed halfway through the DLC release process for Star Wars Battlefront, the first one, yep. right? You had to pay for the new maps and the new characters. You actually had to fork out money. Yep. Now, the new characters and maps are all coming out as free DLC. Now, I don't know if this is an announcement. Um, I can't actually remember whether or not this has always been the case. I think it may have been very early on in the piece, the case for this. Right. Right. Um, it will also include microtransactions in the form of loot crates. Now, we know how much they co they'll cost in the full title. Now, this has always been the biggest issue when it comes to particularly the beta of this game because we worked out just how much you get by grinding for loot crates. Mm -hmm. It's fuck all in terms of how much you actually need mm. for better weaponry and stuff like yeah, that. Whereas yeah. you buy the loot crates, it's all in there for you, yeah. right? So it's just, doesn't it? Just, I it know. It still puts a bad taste in my it's mouth. A, it's terrible. Um, crates can be acquired in Battlefront 2 through gameplay or using the game's virtual currency, crystals, which in turn can be purchased with real money. Crystals are sold in various packs with EA Access members saving 10% off them. Big fucking whoop. <laughs> the cheapest runs for $4.49 or $5 for non-Access members. Australian? Uh, now, GameSpot, is GameSpot... Now, this is the thing about, this is my other issue with GameSpot, is right. that they do have an, I think they used to have an Australian office. I know because they were actually right next to our uh, sister station in Sydney. Now, there is a, there is a PAX Australia um, emblem next to GameSpot in terms of partnership. Oh, okay. so, but, but that so, might just called through the let's, dot .com.au right. domain. Now, let's let's take this as the mm. best case scenario and that then that they are talking about Australian currency. Because yeah. if they're not talking about Australian currency, we still got to flip these into ours. Yep. Fuck, we're talking, you know, a minimum eight bucks. Yep. It's bullshit. It anyway, bullshit. Um, the cheapest for $5 nets you 500 crystals, while the $90, or without the 10%, $100 pack includes 12,000 crystals. This sounds like a fucking mobile game, right? Anyway, you can find the prices for non-access members on the Xbox store. Players can use crystals to purchase hero, trooper, and starfighter crates. 
Each one includes one or two star cards, crafting parts, and an additional item with can, which can range from emotes, weapons, victory poses, and other kinds of star cards. Hero crates cost 110 crystals each. Starfighter crates cost 120 crystals. And trooper crates cost 200 crystals apiece. Mm. So, essentially, you're paying $5 for, you know, two and a half crystals. They fuck... Christ, they fuck with you, right? Because they couldn't... The hero crates cost 110 crystals, which means for the sake of buying the cheapest uh, set of crystals, you will only get four crates out of it, and then you'll have 40 crystals left over. So it's a bit of a... Hey, why don't you just buy another fucking pack? You know what I mean? Because what are you going to do with 40 crystals, dickhead? You know what I mean? Like that's, That's how they're fucking getting stuck into you here. Starfighter crates cost 120. It's the same thing. Yep. You are that short. You, you 80 crystals by the end of it. So you're only just a touch away from getting another crate. Yeah. Trooper crates, 200 crystals apiece. So for the sake of the $5 pack, you're getting two and a half. You're getting two because you can't buy half no, a crate. No, you can't, yeah. Right? So it ultimately works out to 60 crates for 100 bucks. Loot crates were the subject. We've gone over this. of much controversy during Battlefront 2's open beta last month. Yep. Yada, yada, yada. Um, they've made some changes as a balance goal. We're working towards, um, uh, this is, this is the developer dice. They spoke out about the issue to assure fans. This is what they explain as a balance goal. We're working towards having the most powerful items in the game, only earnable via in-game achievements. All right. So that's not too bad. That's not too bad. The well, really powerful yeah. items you yeah. can only get, but still that doesn't, that does you know, the most powerful item might be one rung off um, the second most powerful item, and there might be fifty rungs of powerful items, you and you might I mean? get there quicker anyway through through being powered up through buying. Loot exactly. Um, Dice explained you have to earn the right to be able to upgrade star cards and unlock most weapons. You can only upgrade or unlock them if you have reached a high enough rank, which is determined by playing the game. So, Star Wars Battlefront Two released for PlayStation Four, Xbox One, and X now, and PC November seventeen. So that is uh, just a few days away. Origin slash EA Access subscribers can get a taste of the game ahead of launch. Early access trial went live today on Xbox One and PC. Yep. That lets you play up to ten hours of the game. Yep. All right, so that should be campaign as well. So you can go and check it out. And you know what? If you think it's worth it, there you go. I, I just had. Um a bit of a revelation, Pete, so I'm going to explain to you. I'm that annoying guy who mm. or, who claims that I've had millions of brilliant ideas that I've never acted on and I could have made a lot of money out of, right? So, and I'll give you an example. It was about 2002 or three. I remember walking through, actually it was earlier than that because I was living in Vic Park, which is a, uh, in a city suburb here in Perth. And I said to my then girlfriend, now wife, uh, Liana, you know what? I reckon physical media is dead almost. Mm. I reckon in, in a couple of years' time, DVD stores won't exist. Mm-hmm. And this is probably eight, nine years before that she mm. did, you know. Did I go and look into USB technology or, you know, invest? No. No, you didn't. I didn't. My latest thing was probably 10 years ago. I said to someone, you know what the thing's going to make people money in the, in the future? Are things that save people time. People will happily pay money to save time. Because yeah. time... So we, you know, it, we're still only 24 hours in a day, yet we uh, live in a world now where you just constantly, fuck, you know, I've got time yeah. for this, I've got time for that. This is a classic case where they've gone, you know what, you could go and grind for 40 hours or pay 100 bucks, save yourself 40 hours and here's, you know. And you know what, I see this is, this is where community influence comes into it as well. And Correct. And why they, why they are so strong in terms of building communities about this sort of stuff. Because um, 
like I can imagine these conversations taking place. You are in, the one in the that, office of dice, right? No, no, no. Um, like in the of your mates, right? Oh, so, yeah. say for example, half a dozen of us all get um Star Wars Battlefront two. Yep. Yep. Um, one of us works part time, isn't a father or anything like yep, that. Yep. It, you know, has lucky bastard. fair free time. Like <laughs> two or three of us work full time, but are not fathers. Yep. One of those doesn't have a partner. The other couple have have a girlfriend or maybe a wife. Lucky bastards. Uh, the last couple are us, <laughs> you and I, the unlucky bastards. Wives, full-time jobs in these particular jobs that we do, which work us around the clock. Yeah. Um, kids as <laughs> yeah. well. So, you know, you're going from maybe five or six hours of straight gameplay for the one to us who might have maybe one or two hours a night. Yeah. Now I push that out a little bit, um, you know, but I have to wait hey, up till late hey, at night. All heroes don't wear capes, mate. Thank Just remember that. That's right? very kind okay. of you. Oh, I love yeah. you, mate. You're a beautiful <laughs> man. Um, so here's the conversation taking place. The guy who has the most time is leveling up like a motherfucker because yeah. he can pour the time into it, right? Um, he's got all this amazing gear, blah, blah, blah. Um, the guys, two or three that are below him, are close enough to that. They're doing fine. You know, they're, they're not crazily leveling up, but they've got the time there to pump into the game to make it worth it, right? Us last couple of guys are joining in games with them and are feeling like we're getting left out because we haven't leveled up far enough to be able to keep up. So we're getting to the end kills um, screen and fucking number one bloke has 50 kills and we have maybe two or three. So the conversation is taking place where it's like, fuck, we're just not getting anywhere near yeah. you guys. Well, it's your loot, mate. You're yeah. just not high enough. For oh, what am I going to do to contribute to the team? You know, if we're going to be playing this, that, oh, you know what? Fuck, I'm going to, all right, I'll, here's 15 bucks, right? And you you sort of talk yourself into it, don't yeah. you? Like, yeah. I, I, you know what? I'll, here's $15 this month. I'm not buying another game. I'm going to pour the money into this instead. I'm going to do the microtransactions. I'm going to level up and so I can join my... Like, this is how, this is how in a way they actually end up getting you, yeah. you know? So yeah. yeah, it's, it's a very interesting one. Um, sorry, do you have something? No, more that's it, mate. I just uh, think it's, I think it, it's rotten. I don't just like it. While we're on loot crates, cause the other company that has come into question about this is Blizzard, mm. right? And earlier today and in the last couple of days, um, Jeff Kaplan has actually come out and said that the game's loot boxes are good, not evil. He's talking about Overwatch. So um, now I have spoken about this in terms of I, I think there's a positive spin for Overwatch yeah. because the loot boxes are cosmetic. They're not, they're, you, yeah, don't, they're you don't not, buy them. Improving your game they're not improving play. your gameplay. Yeah. They're just improving your overall experience as, as one part of the, the whole, you know. Yep. But he says, I think on the big spectrum of loot boxes between really good and really evil, I'd like to think we're more on that really good side with what we're trying to do, says Overwatch game director Jeff Kaplan. This yep. is part of an interview at BlizzCon last weekend. Yeah. Uh, this was his response to the furor surrounding loot boxes. At their worst, they can throw off game balance, and no matter how you slice it, they take inspiration from gambling to yep. siphon money out of players' pockets. Kaplan said that the Overwatch team is constantly monitoring and reevaluating the game's loot boxes yep. in hopes of keeping them from making players feel crappy. We talk about it every day. He said that's how important the topic is to us. Earlier this year, for example, Kaplan and company drastically reduced the chance that players will get duplicate items. This is true. We reported on this. Mm. After cracking open a cold one and an update that came as a direct response to long-time player complaints. The Overwatch's team response came later than players would have liked, and the end result is a system where duplicates still exist. Yeah. But Kaplan argued that the team did everything it could. I... Mm, See, there's a balance here, right? Because from their point of view, one of the big draw cards for playing Overwatch is grinding for loot boxes. Yeah. 
because they pump so much effort into the cosmetic items. And I know I play I play it for competitive play because I like it. I enjoy mm. it. I like the fast pace. Mm. The game is good. Don't get me wrong. But every time there's a new Overwatch event, mm. I can't wait to start grinding for those. Yeah. Those, right. So I, yeah, you know what? Reward. And I, I, right. And this is an interesting point because with Destiny 2 out at the moment, Destiny 2 have come at dropping loot in a way that has seen the community drastically fall off rather than slowly fall off, right? Yeah, right. As if they've hit a cliff and just gone. And the reason why a lot of us are talking about this, the reason why we feel that this is the case is because getting exotic loots, engrams, hard to get, well, the stuff that was traditionally hard to get in the earlier game, Destiny yep. 1 and Vanilla and the DLCs, yeah, yeah, yeah. is so fucking easy to get now. Um, now, I was talking <clears throat> to Emily Durand, who's one of our Facebook yes. community members, and she's also uh, in the closed groups so for yep. God Mode and Destiny 2. Hi, Emily. Hi, Emily. She is a, a mad Destiny 2 player, her and her partner. Um, she is at light level 304. Mm. The, the current max for the game is 305. Wow. She's at light level 304, and she yep. hasn't even completed the raid. Oh. She hasn't even played the raid. Yeah, right. Right now, the, again, we're coming back to the fact that you know the, the reason why there's been such a huge cliff and people dropping off Destiny Two is because the grind. You know, it's almost too easy now yeah, yeah, yeah. to actually grind that light level out. Jeff Kaplan has a point. From a company perspective, if they didn't throw the duplicate items in there, you know, with a chance to roll a duplicate and everything like that, I, there'd be a lot of people out there who would level up boxes really fucking quickly. Yeah. And tick them all off their list really bloody quickly, yeah, eh? Yeah. And then you'd get instead of <clears throat> instead of the um, the consistency of the community rating remaining at a little bit of a level that pitches every now and again and drops every now and again, but is sort of you know still around about X numbers. Yeah. You'd get a community that would would majority drop off, go and play something else, mm -hmm. and then come back when there's another event. And event mm -hmm. only events only ever come out every sort of you know couple of months or so. So. It's a real tough one for me. Yeah. Because I, for me, I kind of, my heart bleeds a little bit for Blizzard that they're caught up in this because they have to keep people in there. They have to keep people playing. Well, I mean, loot boxes around for a while before it became sort of news, newsworthy, wasn't it? Yeah, so it, it was in, because, it was in Call Blizzard, of Duty. Yeah, and, but they were know. all doing it more for that cosmetic stuff. Yeah, they, they were, right? And cosmetics, again, I, I don't have a problem with cosmetics because it's not, it's not something that, you know, uh, fucks well, with your gameplay. It's, right? it's a choice, yeah. right? Cosmetics are a choice. Whereas with um, EA and Battlefront 2, th th these aren't cosmetics. They're no. things that help you win the game. Yeah, you know, so it's it's gameplay. It's it's throwing the balance out. Yeah. So I, you know what? I, I, I can actually take Kaplan's argument saying that the team did everything it could. Because yeah. I think from a balanced perspective, I agree. I think the role for duplicates needs to be in there somewhere so yeah. you don't grind too quickly. Yeah. You know, um, just finally, he said, uh, I have always tried to remind people that within a system that doesn't have infinite content, there's no such thing as no duplicates, said Kaplan. Somebody will say, oh, I just got two of whatever. I can't make it so that when you open a loot box, an artist gets an alarm in the middle of the night to come into work and model a new skin for you. Mm. He's got a point. Mm. You know, at the end of the day, they're only human. Yep. So... Look, he he raised some really good arguments, and uh, and yeah, I think I think this whole loot crate discussion is far from over, but much like the NBN, we're starting to get somewhere with it. I think. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Hey, um, the Xbox One X came out this week. Mm. Interesting times because it doesn't feel like it came out to much fanfare. No. 
You know, I, I don't know about you, but I, I don't know. It didn't feel like there was the excitement and the buzz um, around it like there was most recently for the Nintendo Switch. Switch, yeah. But the last time, before the Switch, the last time I felt buzz for a console was when the PS4 came out. Yeah. You know, the PS4 Pro didn't have the buzz around it. The Xbox One S, I felt, didn't really yeah. have a buzz around it. No. Um, a good friend of ours is Francesco Macri. Yep. Frank, right? Uh, he runs Respawn here, which is the gamer's bar here in Perth. It is an awesome place to go and catch up with uh, with like-minded gamers, have a few drinks and enjoy the night. Um, but he also works at EB Games. He's one of the managers at one of the EB Games stores here in Perth. Uh, we're going to give him a call now because the Xbox One X came out. Saw on his Instagram that he uh, got He's the got Project it. Scorpio edition, yes. right? So, uh, yeah, let's let's give him a buzz. Give him a call. See what's happening with Respawn and uh, pick his brain on how the Xbox One is and how it's going. He's our direct line to EV Games, yeah. our good friend from Respawn as well. He knows all there is to know about what is happening around games around town. Francesco Macri, always a pleasure, good sir. What up, gentlemen? Uh, pleasure is mine. Thank you so much for having me once again. Mate, uh, just quickly, you have a uh, another Respawn party coming up real soon, right? Yes, so we've got our Overwatch party coming up uh, next Friday Now right, for um, at the Library Nightclub now. At the Library Nightclub oh, now? So you guys have yeah. moved on? We have moved. We uh, were at the Game Sports Bar, and we took a little bit of a break, and we're at a brand new venue closer to the train station and public transport now as well, which is awesome, at the uh, yeah, Library Nightclub. Finally, something decent at a library. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, mate. You can uh, come down, just tell... Uh, Tell your friends you're going to study at the library yeah, and have a few right. drinks and, and play some games. Boom. Hey, um, just quickly, what's uh, what's the deal on the night, mate? Like when you say Overwatch party, are you playing Overwatch or are you dressing up like Overwatch? Yeah, so it's all about Overwatch uh, next Friday night. So we've got a whole bunch of PS4 set up with Overwatch multiplayer. We'll have a PC set up as well, um, streaming to the, the big screen so you can... Uh, get that happening and, and watch uh, your mates get their butts kicked or absolutely dominate in Overwatch. Uh, we, we are even giving away $100 worth of loot boxes. Ooh. So everyone coming down gets to go into the draw and score themselves $100 worth of loot boxes on any platform of their choice. Oh, man. Wait, that is insane. Especially in the current market. We've the, the thing that's dominated our top three bits of news for the past few weeks has actually been... Um, a lot of chatter around loot boxes. But, uh, mate, we've got you on to talk about the Xbox One X. I saw on your Instagram and on Facebook as well, you got yours. And you got the, was it the Project Scorpio edition? Yeah, I was lucky enough to get my pre-order in early and score the uh, the sexy-looking Project Scorpio version of the Xbox One X. And it is pretty pretty sexy. So what's the difference between the Project Scorpio version and just your stock standard one? Look, there's not a huge difference in terms of the actual console itself. The main thing is it does actually say Project Scorpio in both the controller and the console, mm, nice. whereas the, uh, the the standard One Xs don't have that. Yeah, right. Okay. Shit. Oh, we and should... on top of that, the, the box is probably the best box you've ever seen out of a, a console. Um, I'm definitely holding on to that one. Oh, yeah, and that's big on your radar, Pete. Yeah, it boxing. is. Yeah, I love a good box. I wish we got... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we're, both, we're both Scorpios, Pete. Yeah, we are. We should have got one of those. Yeah, I know we should have bloody got one because our birthdays are this month. But ah! all right, hey, um, so have you had it? I mean, it sounds like you've actually taken it out of the box and everything. Um, have you had a chance to plug it in, have a bit of a bash? So look, I took it out of the box. I set it all up, did all my transfers, but I haven't actually yet played a game in 4K. That is definitely my plan tonight. But from what people have been telling me in store, games such as uh, Call of Duty, NBA. 
Shadow of War look absolutely fantastic. Probably Assassin's Creed will be the first one I'll be booting up to get that glorious oh, 4K yeah. gaming. Yeah, awesome. So have you got a 4K TV at your place? I do. I'm lucky enough to have a 4K TV. Right, okay. Because this was a conversation Dan and I had for quite some time about the Xbox One X. Because yeah. I didn't touch it because I'm not I'm not ready to spend a heap of money on a 4K TV yet. So I didn't feel like I'd get the most out of it right now. From what I've heard is that you don't need a 4K TV to take advantage of the Xbox One X. It right. still runs your games a lot better and smoother on any TV, as long as the HD TV, of course. Yep. So unfortunately, the, your old CRT won't, won't work with this one. No. <laughs> <laughs> and when you talk about transfers, what do you mean? Are you talking about the games that you had on your Xbox One transferring across to the X? Yeah, so all I had to do was make sure both my old console was turned on, my new console turned on. And as an option, uh, you can go to actually just copy everything over through your network. So as long as they're both on the same Wi-Fi network, you can pretty much just select your Xbox from the list and it just starts transferring everything over. Oh, that's awesome. And then once you've done that, you can trade your old one in. Now, tell us about the interface uh, and the the apps and stuff that are actually on the Xbox One X. Have you had enough of a play with them to be able to give us some info on how the the user, the UI feels? It's pretty much the same as what the um, Xbox One S and just the standard Xbox One is, because they did a revamp of it uh, uh, about a month ago. Yeah. Um, a lot more smoother, fluid, easily to find what you need straight away, um, and a lot less clutter as well. So yeah, definitely the, the update they put to the, the new UI is pretty amazing. I've got a question, actually, Frank. So, And I've been meaning to shoot this video for about a year, but my because I um, quite often when I go to bed at night, I leave the game in the, in the console, the disc. Yep. I've just got the old school Xbox One. And then when, um, when the next morning, you know, one of the kids wants to play a game, I've got to pr- press eject on my, on my console to get the disc out. And the thing comes out for about a second and then pops back in. And I can, if you're slow, you miss it. I want to know if they fixed that. Because <laughs> it right, well, pisses me off. I'll, I've never heard of that one before. <laughs> I've got, I'm going to film it. I'm going to film you it tonight. Just, you're either just really, really slow or there's an issue with your Xbox. Yeah, it's going to be one or the other. I'll film it and prove it. <laughs> right. keen, keen to see it. Mate, um, look, this is going to lead into a bigger chat for us, but we just wanted to get your opinion on something. For me in particular, I have felt that the Xbox One X release has come without much fanfare. There, there hasn't really been the atmosphere or the excitement around it that that I sort of felt like uh, we had with the Nintendo Switch. Um, And you know what? In my personal opinion, the same could be said for the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One S. Um, Those two consoles and this one haven't felt like they generated the excitement and the atmosphere that the Switch had, um, that the PS4 had, and that the Xbox One had. Are you seeing that yourself in store and in the general gaming community? I agree, but it's not a surprise, though. At the end of the day, the Xbox One X, the Xbox One S, the PS4 Pro, they're not new consoles. It's still, at the end of the day, it's still an Xbox One. It's still a PS4. It's going to play the same games that your PS4 is going to play or your Xbox is going to play slightly better. So to anyone who's really not a hardcore gamer, there's no need for them to go out and get it. Mm. However, with the Nintendo Switch, that was a brand new console. It's a brand new idea. It's a hybrid console. And it's just something completely brand new. So unless you're a diehard fan that wants the best console, you want the best graphics, you want the best everything, then really the Xbox One X and the PS4 Pro probably aren't the best console for you. Whereas I did see a little bit more excitement with the One S just because it was such a nicer, smaller console rather than that big, fat, chunky thing. Mind you, it's all marketing. My my brother lives in America, hasn't 
game for about three or four years because of various reasons. But he sent me a message the other day. I'm thinking about getting the Xbox One X. Hey, it's got an X in its name. It must be good. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's it. Well, you know, you got the iPhone X, so that must yeah, be good as well. Right. Actually, mate, it's got three X's in its yeah, name when it you think actually, about it. Yeah, you know? hey, triple X. All right, mate. Uh, well, look, we'll leave it there. We appreciate your time as always. Thank you very much for giving it up. And just one more time uh, for those people listening to the podcast that live in Perth and want to get along to Respawn, bang out the deets again. So Respawn is at 69 Lake Street in Northbridge. It is your best place for gamers who wanted to party and game and drink at the same time. And we do have our Overwatch party happening on November 17th, next Friday night. And we're giving away $100 worth of Overwatch loot boxes. Amazing. Bang. You can find Respawn on Facebook as well. Thanks a lot, mate. Always a pleasure, Frank Macri. guys. Thank you. I promise you, Pete, I'm shooting that video tonight because it's a real legitimate problem of mine, this bloody disc. (laughs) (laughs) I... I, that's given me the impetus to do it because I've been meaning to do it. I, just, like I can't wait to see it. It's, I, it's, it's, it's actually, it is. I actually, feel like you're exaggerating. No. I feel like we're going to see it and it's going to go. Bzzz. No, I'm going to do, I'll promise you, bzzz. I will press eject, grab the plastic um, case. Yep. And I can guarantee you by the time I get back to the thing, the way you're making it out, I'm expecting it to go. No, no, it's not, it's not that quick. It's nah. pretty quick though. I promise I'll show that video tonight. Now, um, I, was going to talk about this today, Pete, and I'm going to mention it, but we're going to do this next week. I've just put up a post on our Facebook page. I am having this thing with Pro Soccer, which I've had with every version of the game I've ever had, where I get, it's, you know, 11.30, 12 o'clock at night. I'm dog tired after a big day. I've been gaming for a couple of hours. I'm like, yeah, one more level. Mm. You know, mm. the fi- we all know the feeling. <laughs> we're all gamers, right? Yes. And there's been millions of games that do it, but I think it's too big a conversation for us just to have by ourselves. So yeah. I've put the post up on our Facebook page. People can go there right now and have a look. I've pinned it to the top. And uh, you know the drill. It's like you're dog tired, yet you just have to play one more level before going to bed and another one and another one. Mm. So I've nominated Pro Evo Soccer, just one more game. And I did that again last night. Yep. Got to like 12.30. I was like, no, oh God, one more game. You, you reckon it's Overwatch, right? Oh, for me, uh, yeah. In like, recent, yeah. I mean, there's been... Now, heaps, you know. I, I've been off Overwatch for a little while because there have been some other titles that come out and I've got the shits on with Overwatch a little bit. A bit yep. salty about it. But um, for me, most recently, it has been Overwatch where, yeah. mate, it'll be it'll be midnight, yeah. right? And usually it's because I'm that close to ranking <laughs> yeah. up, right? And they, they, like it, I'll play two games and get really get that close and then I'll lose one and I'll be like... I can't go out on that one. No. And then it's three o'clock in the fucking morning, you know? So yeah. It's, um, I think what we'll do next week is maybe talk about some of our best comments, uh, you know, for games. Because there's got to be a million games that people have uh, a history of that mm. one more level type mentality. So what I'm asking everyone in our Game on, game on Oz uh, community to do is go to our Facebook post and uh, comment. So let's talk about it next week. Love it. What I do want to talk about, though, mm. uh, and speaking of our, our awesome Game on Oz community is uh, Chris Inglis who put up a post today and made me think about, uh, he made mention of a game. Uh, what was the game? I can't remember what the game was, but it was a game oh, that he geez. used to play when he was trying to study for his exams, his year, end of year exams. The big one for us in Perth, uh, in WA was the TE tertiary entrance examinations. Oh God, I, I still I get, I still get. But this, the struggle is real for a gamer, right? Because you know, you know full well that you should be studying to set up your life. Yep, there you are, bloody gaming. So he, he um, uh, <laughs> the picture is, yeah. um, it's, it's got a little, it's got some dialogue and the dialogue goes, friend, 
how do you decide how long you're going to study for? Me, I have a timer. And then underneath, it's got the uh, ongoing download rate for, you know, and it says downloading 3.55 gigabytes of 13.95 gigabytes <laughs> at one point. So, and obviously, you know, once it gets to 13.95 gigabytes, <laughs> study's over. Study's over. <laughs> time to get stuck on. You know what? Once upon a time, that was a, that was a long time. It'd give you a couple of hours of study. Yeah, It'd give it you a full day of study. Yeah. These days, no, well, that's pretty, yeah, that's that's, well, depends, depends where you live, where you are, yeah, exactly. but it can be snappy. But he said, he said, this is gold. Reminds me of playing Return Fire on PC in between TE exams in 1998 instead of studying. I figured if I don't know the content on exam day, I'm not going to learn at all. <laughs> it's so true. Which is so true. So and true. And it got me thinking about the games in history that have cost you a decent grade, right? Oh, shit. I can geez. tell you straight off the bat. Now, I reckon there's, there's a reason why in Australia it impacts us more than most. Is it because in our calendar year, end of year exams are at the end of the year at the same time that Christmas games come out. Oh, yeah, the big releases, and you October, and I, November. Yeah, yeah and you yeah, and I yeah. both have that issue too, the way our birthdays are in early November, early yeah. to mid-November. Mm -hmm. Therefore, we've got, we're getting games, you know, there was a time that I couldn't afford to go and buy a game. I have to wait for a, a major event like a birthday, yet I get my birthday present on the 5th of November, and yeah. it'd be California games. And yeah, I go, yeah, yeah. well, that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, that's my next uh, six weeks done. And therefore, in the same time, we should be studying for end of year exams. Yeah. I'm not studying or I'm sort of studying and sort of gaming. So it's worse the, when you get your own job too. Correct, you start yeah. paying for your own shit. Yeah, exactly. So mm. the, the struggle is exactly. So the struggle is real. So I think my example is probably something like a California games where, and around the time it was around year nine or year 10. So we really should start getting a decent um, method to your madness and how you study, because yeah. this is your lead up to the big years where you have to perform to get your decent score to get into university. Yet there's me around the 5th of November, where I really should start re reviewing the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hammering out six hours a day of California Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my example. Um, I'm really curious to hear what, what your example well, mine's is. pretty specific. And it actually, because um, it, it cost me, it's funny, because it didn't cost me just the school stuff, but it cost me a relationship. Oh, too. really? Yeah, yeah. so this is, this is a two-pronged attack. Yeah, right. And um, Smash Brothers had come out, oh, yes. right? And for for me and the boys, like Smash Brothers was life at the time. Yeah. You know, it was it was the it was all that you played. Like it was you know because it was so easy. Particularly, I was Levers two thousand and two. Yep. You know, so by that time we were playing Smash Brothers on the GameCube, um, and you know we had PS two by then, and there were some good games on that and stuff. But Smash Brothers in particular, and I had a chemistry exam the next day. And my girlfriend at the time also wanted to go and see a movie that night. And I said to her, I can't go see the movie, right? So this was the first conversation. I can't go see the movie. I have a chemistry exam the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly where this is going. Eric calls. <laughs> he goes, dude, Ian and Luke are coming around. We're going to do Smash Brothers. Yep, I'll be right there. <laughs> Not even a moment's hesitation. Not a moment's hesitation. That, that, that rubber arm. Uh, yeah, yep, yep, sure. Mrs. calls me an hour later. I oh, am fucking knee deep in Destroy Motherfuckers on bloody yeah. um, uh, whatever. Who does he go to, by the way? Link. Link, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Link, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah. I used to bloody love it, and I was good, too. Yeah. I was good. My training was to put three CPUs at level nine yeah. on the same team, and I battled them. 
Yeah, um, right. And I would do that with the timer, and I would also do that with um, just uh, like the the lives that you could set. Yep. And um, it was straight up, and I would turn items off as well. Yeah, right. Um, and man, I was I was fucking like I. You know what, Dan? I would I will go out there and say right now that I was I was world tournament good. Like that's how good I was. My mates could not touch me. Do you know I've just literally this is great minds type stuff. Pete. Well, I've yeah. just written in our game on WhatsApp chat. As an idea, yeah. what game could you claim to be the world champion back in the day? Oh, geez, well, yeah. So that's I mean, an, that's that's another right, podcast. That's, right? that's but, another but bloody podcast. That's, pod. that's that'll great. Come in the next couple of weeks. But so exactly that. Yeah, right? I out of that, I um, I look, I got a win, which was great. But um, yeah, the missus was like, she called me, and I was needed. She was like, this is fucking bullshit. Like you know, like she really let fly. She said, no, that's it, done. I said, all right, was, no worries. That was break up with. That was break up with. That was done, right? Well, you know, you can. Uh, looking back on it now, I can understand because oh, yeah, she fuck. said, "Let's go see a movie. I want to spend some time with you." I said, "No chemistry exam tomorrow." And she calls me an hour later, and I'm gaming with the boys. <laughs> you know, Eric and Super Smash Brothers is more important to me than she is. Which what was know, the movie about? Do you oh, remember? Fuck, I don't know. Some probably some romantic. Two thousand two. Might have been Titanic, her. maybe. Yeah, see, that's three hours out of my life that I could have spent on Super Smash. That's not happening. Mind you, I spent Smash Brothers that night. I think it was three or four games of the marathon. But yeah, walked into the exam bleary-eyed the next day. Yeah. And you know what? To this day, I don't regret it. No, don't regret it. No, well, look at your life now, mate. I walked out of that exam probably an hour earlier than everybody else. <laughs> Come on. I was never going to be a fucking chemist. No. You know? Anyway. So I did economics. We Back in my day, you actually got to choose your options all through, all through high school, not just yeah. you know, yeah. We did too. Yeah, and yeah. I chose economics, and it was the big worst choice Fucking in the history economics. of um, scholastic choices. It's up there with probably the worst because yeah, I, yeah. I knew nothing. I still know nothing about economics, but there I was, bloody thinking I was going to be an economist. What a loser! What a loser! That's great, mate. Well, you know, it's funny. Like last night, I, I saw a real opportunity to game, play some Provo, and uh, the old wife's sitting on the couch again. I said, "Oh, what are you?" Uh, oh, the question always starts. What are you doing right now? She goes, ah, oh, and oh, yes, yeah, she, she knows it's code for. Well, we can go game. I'll um, I've got stuff to watch because she. I takes, say the same thing yeah, to Liz. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And she goes, <laughs> and she went, oh, well, and you totally tell she didn't want me to go game. Yeah. And I went, so I didn't, I didn't know. I said, no, it's cool. We'll watch, watch some TV. So I'm just flicking through channels, and then went to Netflix. Not much. Went back to TV, and it's like, and then about half an hour later, so you got something to watch? And I went, oh, well. No, well, yeah, but don't you want to? I was like, yeah, okay, cool. No, we'll sit here and talk. So we're sitting and talking. Okay. So finally at 10.30, she went to bed. And I was like, right, I can go and game now. <laughs> <laughs> this is us every night at our house. Dead set, man. Once Mila's to bed, that's it. It's like, I'm looking at Liz going, come on. What do you want to do? <laughs> it's and either like, sex or games. Exactly. <laughs> oh, and she hates it because she says that to me. She goes, it's either you hang out with me if you want sex or oh, yeah, yeah. you want um, that's a, mate, kill, mate, again that's know. for another podcast too. it is another that's, podcast that's a big but, choice. but I, t- I tell you now like it's funny because um, like if, I, if she says to me if she if I come home at night and she goes oh look you know I've got to work tonight I'm like bingo <laughs> Leona's got I'm not, I'm not kidding you as sure as I stand here Leona's got a special preview tonight of Bad Mums 2 oh amazing and I I was like yeah. fuck it's on yes <laughs> I I've been a cloud nine all day. And your day. kids are old enough they can entertain themselves. Well, they they can. put themselves to oh, bed. Yeah, well, I sort of do. I still have to supervise that. But literally yeah. eight o'clock, boom, they're gone and I'm I'm in, mate. Amazing, amazing. Yep. Uh, okay, that's a bloody good one. Um, oh, so yeah, so um, w- those couple of topics we just talked about, we will broach in 
future podcasts. Yeah, There's a couple sure. big ones there. I wanted to talk. We usually do this thing where we talk about what game you're playing now, but I want to switch it a little bit, Pete. I want to flip it a little bit. I want to talk about what game you're going to buy next, because mm. we have we are right in the moment in a um, gold mine of great titles coming out in the next mm -hmm. two weeks or three weeks. I've listed a few: Call of Duty World War Two, obviously, Star Wars Battlefront Two, obviously. Mm. I'm actually considering buying micro, uh, Minecraft Story Mode, the game. Are you really? Because why? I've, well, I found this. I was um, mucking around on the Xbox Live the other week when I had internet before I died and I found all these free games. It's actually a section full of free games. There's yeah, some yeah. great ones in there, right? Like NBA, um, I think it's called prequel or something like it's a bus. It's not NBA 2K. It's, it's like a pre anyway, there's, um, Fortnite battle Royale. Yeah. 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 Um, you gotta, man, you gotta download that and get I've on got that. it. Yeah. I've got oh, it. Yeah. Have you played it yet? No, I no cause I have no internet, but I've now finally oh, yeah, got it. Right. right yeah. Um, but I downloaded Minecraft story mode. And I, you know how I've talked publicly in this podcast about how much I hate Minecraft, but this thing's a story mode. And it's like a fucking interactive choose-your-own-adventure. Mm. It's bloody awesome. The kids bloody love it. And I'm sitting there watching it going, you know, I could actually sit there and watch. It's actually a good story. Yeah, yeah. So, but they don't give you the first level, but it's a huge level. Like, it's about an hour's worth of gameplay. Yeah, and that's then, all right. And then and then you get the choice to buy more. Yep. So I'm thinking, I'll go out and spend 40 bucks and buy the whole bloody yeah, lot. Yeah, because Minecraft story mode, Minecraft in general, is pretty bloody cheap. It's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm to, I might actually buy one for them. One. For, that's generally what I do these days when I go and buy a game. Mm. It's now my, it's gone up one and a half times because I've on, one for the kids and one for me. Just quickly, because um, mm. it was your birthday yep. last weekend, yes. and you sent me yes. the you sent me a a picture. You sent so, me a picture of the SNES Mini. I've got some good and bad news, Pete. Okay, so what's the what's going on? Because you only sent me a picture yeah. of of you sent me a picture of a picture of the yeah. SNES Mini. It was in the card. It's it's a classic case when uh, my wife's my awesome wife, and mm. you know this is a oh she's a bloody ripper. Love. Yeah. She bought me one online. So, and thank you to Nick Holland, one of our mates, Nick Holland. Oh, the, yeah, the tag. He actually, he, he t tagged me about a month ago and said, mate, because I was talking about how I wasn't wasn't quite sure what I was going to do. And he goes, mate, I've got one there. I've got an option to get you one if you want one. I was like, that is awesome, mate. Thank you very much for looking out for your fellow Game on Australia community member. You're a good what man, a, what Nick a Holland. Legend. Good man. Anyway, but uh, my wife, being the legend she is, she bought me one. This is the good and bad news. Good news, she bought me one. Bad news. She bought it from Dick Smith online. Oh, <laughs> fuck. And we're still waiting for it to come. Oh, and I said, um, oh, I call her, her nickname Squid. Squid, does this mean it's coming? She goes, no, no, no. They're, they're still legitimately online. I was like, well, I'm not so sure. So I wish you the best of luck, sir. Thank you, sir. Mm. But um, I will be getting one at some stage, hopefully soon, In this, uh, in, you know, when the postman finally delivers it. You'll love so it. So I will bloody love it, mate. Mate, um, for me... Yep. Uh, what game am I getting? My birthday's just around the corner. Yes. Super Mario Odyssey. Ah, because I, yes. Oh, fuck. This thing looks incredible. Um, we haven't had a really good Super Mario. But we've had good Super Mario Brothers games, but I'm talking about your open world sandbox type Mario yeah. Brothers game, right? Your so Mario 64. Stuff type. like your Mario 64, your Galaxies, your um, Super Mario Sunshine. It's been a long time since we've yeah. had one of those. The other ones have been side-scrolling. Super Mario Brothers, Mario Brothers Wii, Wii U, all this yep. And they were great games. Uh, really good multiplayer games, too. Had a lot of fun just playing them. But, yep. um, man, everything that I've seen about this game just screams at me, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. 
All of the reviews have come back. Um, they're hitting nine and a half, tens. IGN gave it a masterpiece rating, all that sort of stuff. And you know, it's just it's just Nintendo doing what Nintendo does, does best. best. Yep. Um, it's as simple as that. But the thing that that I for, I'd been very should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I? Right, it, it looks good, and I, I probably will. But I fucking hate that voice. What the, the inner voice. Oh, the little inner voice going yeah, should the, I, should the I. devil and the right. angel on your shoulders. Yeah. Um, for a long time. And then I saw one particular video and the, the fucking awesome thing that they've done with this game mm. is that throughout the game, you jump into warp pipes, right? That drop you underground into mm. these little mini levels inside the larger levels. Yep. And it turns everything into 8-bit Mario. Oh, so you've got, awesome. it's just, it, how good's that? Oh my God. Like, so they've, they've done it again. Like they have... They have acknowledged the fact that retro is so popular at the moment Brilliant. by adding it to the game in some capacity, Brilliant. but still doing it in a model that is 2017 current Super Mario Nintendo. Yeah, that's so love. that's so clever. I've heard nothing but good things, and then obviously being able to play it on the go is a good thing as well. So um, for me, Super Mario Odyssey, COD World War Two gets a look in, but I haven't heard enough yet from people, and I haven't. I, I suppose this is this is the Destiny Two effect for me at the moment because it's just come out on PC. So me and my mates are still having a crack at it, right? Again, that's you know that I mean I'm still trying to finish um uh, uh Gross Recon yeah events, yeah uh, Wildlands. So you know I'm I'm I will buy them, but um I've got a backlog of games I've got to play. Yeah, see the so. thing for me is for for consoles and for PC th things that I can't drag away from the wall um, like I can the Nintendo Switch. I'm, I'm putting a bit of a, a block on it at the moment because I've still got fucking Destiny. Uh, I've still got Dishonored 2 and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn sitting yep. there yeah. waiting to be finished. I've played yeah. like a couple of hours of um, HZD yeah. and I've played maybe an hour and a half of Dishonored 2 and they're both really good games. So I uh, holidays are coming up very soon. Yes. Um, six weeks away or something like that. I'll have time then to pump into those. So yeah, but um, look for the sake of being able to take it portable, which means that I can jump into bed and play it or I can play it on the go. I can bring it into work when I've got an hour and a half to fuck around with or something like that. Then yeah, I think Super Mario Odyssey is the next one. Good choice, mate. Simple as that. Very good. Mate, uh, look, I've got to be honest with you. We're past an hour. I know. And so, and I know we, we usually do. I've got you in my sights, but we've, we've kind of had a bit of a go at NBN anyway. Yeah. So, look, I'm going to do this. All targets destroyed. Yes. Nice work, Soldier 76. That's very good. Um, I haven't grabbed a retro pick of the week this week because, in all honesty, there hasn't really been anything to grab you. No, it hasn't. You know, and this was this is the sort of issue that we're facing at the moment um, in terms of retro buys. Yep. They're just, you know what I am seeing? Actually, here's something for you, right? Here's, mm -hmm. here's a little uh, tip for you. If you're in the market to go and score retro gear, no matter what it is, go to the retro auction Facebook groups, old school game zone, AUS, all that sort of shit, right? Go and find them, jump in. There are people there selling their entire collections now. Yeah, right. People are, it's, it's, I think we've gone past the collect, 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 collect. I think we're now in, shit, I better sell this stuff before it's worthless because it, <laughs> honestly it feels at the moment, unless you're a hardcore collector that there's just not a market out there for it. Nintendo 64 games have come right back. Yeah. Um, people aren't selling things the way that they were selling. And when they are selling, it's not going off like it did once upon a time. Yeah. Um, so it's a really good time to pick up stuff in general, but if you're looking to drop a few grand on a, on an entire collection, 
now's a good time because you will find them. People yeah. are looking to get out of the market, yep, you know? Yep, yep, yep. Um, I think that'll do it for this week's podcast, Dan. And Mate. for also uh, those of you listening at androhoag.com, thank you very much for joining us on the live show. Yeah, what a ripper. Uh, it has been a ripper. A big shout out to andrewhoag.com. You can find them online at Facebook and also uh, it's H-A-U-G if you want to go searching for it. PLE Computers, we can love you guys. Oh, we do. Have been in touch with uh, Hannah from PLE, Dan, yep. and she has said to us, we've got a little something, something for you guys to add to your big prize giveaway when you hit 1,000 oh, members. Sweet. We're at 950 members right yes. now. So they've added something to the kitty. I'm waiting on a couple of other people to get back to us as well. Okay, if you're jumping on a plane, Qantas, International and Domestic, and Jetstar Domestic is where you're going to find us. And of course, check us out at gameonaus.com. And tag us in your photo. Tag yes, game please. Australia, yeah. We'd love to see it. Yep. Um, the Facebook page, go there. We need to hit 1,000. That's when the big giveaway happens and also the closed groups game on aus god mode and game on aus destiny 2 clan and then a big shout out to the uh, bungee clan as well chris inglis johnny g um all the guys coming together to do a fantastic job they're virtually running the thing now like yeah. i jump in and and this is great you know i'm enjoying it but i mean guys you know the, the community is yours like yeah, you're, you're doing a great job so thank exactly. you very much and well done yep. as i mentioned the bungee clan is hit level three so if you're having trouble or you're not clanned or anything like that the rewards come if you're a destiny 2 player by being a part of a clan hitting those higher levels so you can join us there's plenty of room for you yep um i think that'll do it uh have a fantastic weekend in gaming don't forget to check us out on the twitch stream twitch.tv slash pd power up um and whatever you do dan as we always say do not forget to save.